The Jimmy IV Sexy Cool Lounge is an inspirational podcast spreading positive energy and only good vibes into the universe through personal discovery, empowerment, and self-love awareness. Now, please join me in the Sexy Cool Lounge with our creator and host, Jimmy IV. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, wherever you might be listening to this episode. And may your vibe be cruising at an altitude that is so sexy cool. So I want to really get into today something really dear and near to my heart, because I think a lot of you guys are going to be able to connect with it, right? So you're in a relationship, you're loving, everything is cool. And sometimes it doesn't always end with the white picket fence and the forever after, right? Some of us have been there. Some of us are going there and some of us don't know what that's about. I happen to be one of those people that knows what that's about. And I'm talking about divorce, right? You get married, you get into a good relationship. Sometimes you think it's going to be forever ending on the front end and for whatever reason, and sometimes it's not your choosing. Okay. And sometimes it is your choosing. All right. But the point I'm making y'all is that there is life afterwards. You're going to be okay. And a lot of us can resonate with that, male and female, right? So I have a really special guest on today, and she's going to give us her perspective, her unique perspective. She's been through some things. She's out there trying to do some positive things in the world based on her perspective, right? So I want to bring in Miss Sadie from the Sadie's Divorce and happy podcast, y'all. I want y'all to make her feel welcome because she's got some really nice things and informative things to say. So, Sadie Marie, welcome to Hello. the Sexy Cool Lounge. I, I am so sexy already. I feel so delicious already. <laughs> mm. Hi, thank you so much for having me be a guest. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure having you here. And I know that we kind of uh, been trying to coordinate this for the longest time to have you on. And, and it's a really... A delightful moment to have you on and get your perspective so that my listeners can understand being happy and divorced. Yes, divorced hey. and happy. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. You know, we're going to talk about it today, y'all. We're going to we talk are. about it, okay? Because even if you are divorced, are you so happy? So much to say. Yes, you Exactly. That's a valid question. Are you happy? Right. But before we get into any questions, there's always a standard question that I need to ask my mm -hmm. guests. All right. And uh, you will be no different. So question on the table is, what does sexy cool mean to you? What does sexy cool mean to me? Sexy cool means to me that I'm living my best life on my own terms. I'm not concerned what others think. And I'm showering the world with all the joy and happiness that I feel. And I just, it's such a freeing, being sexy cool is just so, feels so free. That sounds like a winner to me, y'all. Beautiful <laughs> thing about what the sexy cool mean is there's no standard correct way to answer that question. It's all up to the individual. And that's why it is so sexy cool because it yes. is based on your unique perspective. All right. So definitely I'm thrilled that you answered that question. And uh, let's get on with what we're here to do. All right. Okay. So divorced and happy 
right? Yes. Yeah, they're, Isn't it just fun to say it? Divorced yeah, you know, and I, I, happy. It, it is. I say with a little snap at the end though. Divorced I, I feel, and happy. I feel that vibe from you. So I want to share that with the listeners. So how about we start with, talk to me a little bit about your journey on how you got to be happy being divorced. After divorce. Yeah, after, after divorce. divorce absolutely. Can you sure. tell me, talk to me a little bit about that? Well, anyone who has been through a divorce or is going through a divorce knows that it is exhausting. It is depleting. It's a time in your life when you are definitely not your best self. I don't know if that resonates with you or not, but I know for me, my divorce was definitely a time when I was I was I was behaving like a victim. I was really angry. I was not taking care of myself in a way that uh, I do now. And I decided after my divorce, okay, I, I can stay on this path where I can continue to be in this kind of victim state. Things are happening to me, you know, having that negative energy and, and being angry or, or I could take my act too. And I could make it so delicious and I could focus on what was going to make my life now after divorce happy and how I was going to take care of myself in a way that I hadn't been doing during my marriage and obviously during my divorce. So mm -hmm. my, my life after divorce has been probably the happiest time in my adult life since maybe my mm, late twenties, early thirties. It's just, it's been a time when I've really shifted my mindset. I think my marriage just caused me to be again in this victim state, which no one wants to, to live in that place. It's very disempowering when you have that, you know, that things are happening to me. You know, I don't have to control what's going on in my life. I feel out of control. I feel so angry about what's happening to me. Right. And so after my divorce, I said, you know what, that, that isn't really where I don't want to stay in this state. This isn't bringing me joy, happiness, et cetera. So what do, what do I need to do differently? So I really focused on mindset. And I know that is such kind of, you know, in vogue to say, you know, self-love, it's such an in vogue thing. Everyone's talking about mm -hmm. self-love, but there's merit to that. There's power to that. So when you start just shifting how you talk to yourself, how you nurture yourself with words and actions and just simple things like allowing yourself, you know, after my divorce, I allowed myself days where I just could sit and do nothing. I allowed myself space to just be, and there was so much healing and it just allowing myself that space to be gave me, you know, energy to focus on things again, that I hadn't been able to focus on in a long time because all of my energy was going into you know, my, my marriage that wasn't working or going into getting through this divorce and just creating space to just stare out the window and daydream, just to have that space to, to dream again. Right. It was so delicious because I hadn't been able to do that. I mean, I didn't have the energy to, to dream and I'm a dreamer. I'm, you know, I'm someone who's always thinking big picture and big ideas. So, you know, just that creating that space to be, I, if anyone is listening, who's going through a divorce, one thing you can do right now for yourself is just create some space space just to breathe and to be and to, you know, 
stare out the window and do the simplest things. I mean, I remember after my divorce, the first couple of months, I would just write in a journal about how I wanted to feel, even if I wasn't feeling that way. Right. Just by writing words down on a page, like I love feeling passionate, or I love feeling calm, or I love feeling hopeful. Just by writing those words down on the page began to help me shift my energy and focus on what it is that I was wanting versus what I wasn't wanting. Right. So however you can allow yourself to create space to focus on positivity. Another thing that was really helpful for me was really taking good care of myself physically. So that was something else I began doing after my divorce. It just made me feel happy, feeling strong. I started taking up boxing. I don't know if you've ever done boxing, but talk about uh, a cardio experience, uh, and, you know, and punching a bag. I mean, it's right. very cathartic. Getting out all your aggression. Right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and you, you and you walk away from that and you feel like unstoppable. And, and having that mantra of I'm unstoppable and using your body in a way that just all that exertion, you know, anything that's negative, just releasing it in a way that's so positive and making you feel, it made me feel so strong and in control. So, and when you're going through a divorce, you know, you feel really out of control. So taking yeah, a boxing, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, taking a boxing during my divorce and doing it after my divorce just allowed me just to feel strong and powerful and in control. So that was another piece, just taking really good care of myself physically and what I was eating, being really mindful of right. not using, you know, food to medicate for how I was wanting to feel. That comfort being, food. Yeah, right. And also just being really transparent. I mean, that was one thing again in my marriage that I wasn't very, I wouldn't say I wasn't very good at. I was not good at transparency. Okay. And after my divorce, I just felt like I've done this hard thing. I've changed my life. I'm going to just say what I want. I'm just going to say how I feel. I'm just going to be direct. And, and that action has given me so much happiness just to say how I really feel. It just actually be, empowered you yes, in just, a way that you weren't before. Correct. You know? correct, correct. Real quick. I want to circle back to something yeah. that you said um, a minute ago, which was the victim, you know, mm. Yeah, let's and, talk about that. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about that. Because from what I'm hearing from you now, is like you've gone from victim to champion. Mm -hmm. And that process, that, that, that transformation, I want to deep dive on that for a minute because I want my listeners to really understand that if you feel like a victim, all right, you don't have to feel that way all the no. time. And I need you, Mercedes, to help my listeners understand that it's okay for a moment to feel like a victim for whatever reason, but then there comes a moment where you got to transfer that victim energy to being a champion and, and, and help us with that transformation from one to the other, because the other, which is the champion, the way you are right now, the feeling mm -hmm. empowered about yourself is where ultimately I want them to be. And I need you to help me get them there. Sure. Well, I think a lot of people who have maybe a mindset of things are happening to me. I feel like a victim. I think those are patterns of behavior that we develop as children. And one thing that I learned through therapy after my divorce is about uh, attachment trauma. And I won't deep dive into attachment trauma because I'm not a therapist, but I highly recommend anyone who's been through a divorce or who has maybe some trauma from childhood to 
consider working with a therapist and seeing if, if you have attachment trauma that is impacting your relationship. So basically, you know, I had learned at a young age that I, you know, to be passive, I was conditioned that I, I, I didn't have a voice. My voice didn't matter. And I was more in a, you know, the passenger seat of life. I was more passive. And that is very much, you know, a formula for feeling like a victim. Things are just happening to me. I don't have control. I'm not in the driver's seat. I don't have the wheel. I'm not control. I'm just along for the ride. Right. right. And so what I learned after my divorce is, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I have a lot of, I have ultimate control and I am in the driver's seat and I, I'm not benefiting from this mindset anymore. I'm not benefiting from being a victim anymore. It's not helping me. It didn't help me, you know, prior. It got me into a, a marriage that was not healthy and good for me. So after my divorce, I began to really focus on how was I going to be a person who was going to see that I had the control that I wanted and no longer was going to be a victim. So what helped me get out of that kind of victim state was really feeling physically strong. Feeling physically strong allowed me to feel more in control. Another thing that really helped me is focusing on my mindset. So when I would have an old message of you can't do this, you're not good enough, you know, um, this always happens to you, you know, something's wrong with me, that type of thing, those, those messages that I, that I learned at a young age, it was reframing them like, everything's working out for me. You know, I, I'm doing this. I changed my life. I am powerful. I always figure out a way to, to get what I need. You know, I resources always come to me. So I would just sit at my table and I would just write out how I wanted to think and feel repetition in life makes us good at anything. Right. Don't Absolutely. you think? Absolutely. So if you start right. to think positively, you're going to feel positive. If you think negatively, then you will attract negative vibes. No matter right, right, you. right. And also, also there is power in writing things down mm -hmm. and there is power in saying things out loud. So I began to also create I am statements. Do you do that? Do you have I, I am statements? I do do that. Absolutely, do I do. So, Don't those feel so fantastic? Uh, you know, they I feel am, fantastic. And yes. also it creates, like you said, a repetition in your mind. Yes. That, and, and whether it's in boxing or any other thing, the more you do something, the better you're going to get at it. And the flip side to that, if I can just add this in, is that Please. if you continue to think negatively, then you will become a negative person and you will think negatively about yourself. So, and you will attract, I think we like attracts like. That's yeah. just the bottom line. Like yeah. attracts like. And I wanted to attract something different. You know, I had gone through, I'd moved a mountain to change my life. I mean, divorce is like moving a mountain, it is yeah. dramatic, it is expensive. Yeah. It is exhausting. It is all consuming. And I had loved myself enough finally to say, you know what? You get to be happy. You get to be in a home that feels calm. You get to be in, in situations where your opinion absolutely matters hundred percent. And so again, just practicing a different mindset and, and writing it down for months, I did this after my divorce. I would get up in the morning and I would just write down how I wanted to feel. I would say my I am statements. I am powerful. I am lovable. I am creative. I am a force. I am bold, right? And I believe that about myself. Maybe I didn't believe that five years ago about myself, 
but I absolutely believe that today. And it's through repetition. I'm not, you know, I'm still the personality that I've, that I have is still me. I'm still a sensitive, creative, loving, passionate person. It's not like I just completely became a different person. I just absolutely talk differently to myself now. Well, I don't even allow that voice. Like if that voice starts yeah. creeping in, no, 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 no. I am this, I am that. Everything's fine. One of my favorite mantras after my divorce is everything works out for me. Right. Everything right. works out for me. Right. And it does. Well, you, you know, you, you said that you, you're, you're not a different person. Um, my spin on that is, is that, but you are a different person. You're a happier I, person. I am a but, happier person. I'm yeah. a more transparent yeah. person yeah. at the core of me. Yeah, no, 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 I mean, no. I'm but, always going to be sensitive. I'm always going to be yeah. creative. I'm always going to be an extrovert, right? I mean, that, that didn't really change, but yeah, oh, I'm absolutely different in the sense of how yeah. I my lens has changed. Absolutely. The way my you lens look at has life, changed. my outlook changed. has changed. Absolutely. How I speak has changed. Yeah. Absolutely. Speak about yourself. Patterns have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Patterns have changed. That's amazing. I really like can connect with that vibe, you know, not for a couple of reasons. One, because I've been divorced. So mm -hmm. some of the feelings and the emotions that you talk about, I went through, you know, it took, oh, it's me, universal. It, it it's took a universal two years experience after my divorce to really get myself back on track, you know, and you talked about therapy and yeah, I went to therapy. I really needed to understand myself in a different way in order for me to move forward. And that was okay for me to seek out that help. I mean, if you have a car and, and, and something goes wrong with your car, most of us can't fix what's going on with our car. So what do we take it? We take it to exactly. a mechanic. Or you a doctor sick, or a dentist. I don't yeah. fix, I don't clean my own teeth. Right, right, right. <laughs> that and, would be, that would be unfortunate if I. And you don't feel bad about not cleaning your own. No, teeth, right? not so, at all. So, hey, not at all. So really what we're saying, y'all, is that, listen, therapy is beneficial. It's helpful. And it is something that if you are going through a divorce and you want to be happy after your divorce, just seek it out. You know, it, it may help you out a little bit. The one relationship, you know, just think about this for a minute. Look at all the time that we spend on how to have a, a you know, successful dating relationship, mm -hmm. how to have a happy marriage, how to, you know, get a lot of dates, et cetera. I mean, if you go on social media, they're like, here's a t 10 tips on how to have a great, you know, dating life, et cetera. We do not talk about how to have a great relationship with ourselves. Right. And that's right. where it all starts. And I did not figure that out till after my divorce. And it, that is the game changer. Like once I realized, wow, if I just really have this great relationship with myself, everything else, like I said earlier, is going to work out for me. Right. So I want to talk a little bit about that dating, but before we get to that, <laughs> I want to stay on that transformation point mm, of, I love it about loving yourself mm -hmm. because in order for you to be happy with someone else or to move forward in the direction with someone else, you've got to be on point with yourself. And I love how you talk about that feeling of when it changed for you and how you made it change and now how you feel about yourself. So let's just kind of like talk a little bit more about that. And then I want to segue over into being able to now that I'm good with myself, I can now be around other people that attract the same energy. 
Does that make sense what I'm trying to go with? Absolutely. And okay. I do want to interject because this is yeah. something that that I am learning. I think we are just so focused on outcomes and, and we have this final, like I have this plan and here are my steps and then I'm going to have this outcome and done next where this is, this is a lifestyle, right? If you're, mm -hmm. if you're yeah. someone who's into meditating or yoga, or if you're a runner, or if you're someone who's vegan, those are lifestyles, right? And I, I absolutely want everyone who's listening to know that self-care is a lifestyle. Your mindset on how you see yourself is a lifestyle. Every day I have to wake up and decide, okay, am I going to buy into that old tape again? Cause it's deep and it's powerful and it's always right there, ready to go. Or am I going to keep practicing this new way in this new mind and, and keep like lifting the muscle, um, exercising yeah. practice so that the muscle continues to get stronger because it's not as strong as that other message that I was playing for most of my life. So, yeah. and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. I think, you know, I think that we have this unfortunate message that if you're not hundred percent perfect, like something's wrong with you, well, I'll never be perfect. F perfect. I don't know if you swear on your show or not, but like, forget perfect. Uh, let's just be real. Right. Let's just right. be genuine. And, and, and I mean, be, but at the end of the day, who is perfect, right? Nobody, but exactly. we have, you know, we have such messaging around perfection. I mean, I'm a recovering good girl. I mean, talk about when I was little, I mean, that was like the message I got again and again, it has to be perfect, perfect, right. perfect or it's not enough. So for me, it's like, <laughs> good is the new, you know, good enough is the new perfect to me. Like this is good enough. So I guess what I really am trying to say is every day practice that for yourself. Just like you go for your run every day, just like you make your good vegan smoothie every day, just like you meditate and uh, do those other things as part of your healthy lifestyle. Mindset is just, it's a lifestyle. It's a, it's a practice every day. All right, y'all. Did y'all hear that? Do the work people it pays off. Do the work. It pays off. It pays off. Mm -hmm. So you, you, you had mentioned about, uh, dating. Yes. And so now we are dating after divorce is yeah. so fun. Yeah. So we, we're now at a place where we are really, truly comfortable with ourselves. We're thinking nice. more positively about ourselves and we're ready to interact with people. So Talk well, you know, me. interesting, interestingly for me is for me, dating after divorce was always about practicing a new way. Okay. Dating, yeah. dating after divorce has yet to be about this outcome of a traditional monogamous relationship. I have a very right. different view on all of that now, but for me, dating is just, first of all, it's breezy fun and dating after divorce should be fun, especially right after a divorce, because you're just relearning about what you like and what you want and how you want to show up. And so for me, a successful date, quote unquote, was when I showed up in a way that I really enjoyed. And it wasn't necessarily about the other person though. Did I show up in a way that I felt good about? Did I interact with this person in a way that felt positive to me? Right. Because I wasn't looking for it to be this traditional pattern of, okay, we're going to go on so many dates and then we're going to be monogamous and, 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 you know, I'm not on a marriage track anymore. I'm on right. a very, I just want to be authentic and have great conversation and good connection. Absolutely. I'm not so concerned about outcomes. Like I was in my twenties right. and my early thirties. So for me, dating is again, it's, it's like just this practice. Like how do I want to show up in, in a dating relationship? How do I want to present myself? How do I want to speak to someone else? You know, how do I want to be different than what I was before so that I can have a happier, healthier relationship. Right. 
but it's and, a lifestyle to practice again. It's absolutely. And what box. I love about what you're saying is it was all about you and you weren't looking for like a validation from somebody else to be you. And you were the one that would practice this or you would be the one. Correct. I validated would, myself. Exactly. I like how I showed up on this and, date. And I like that, how I behaved. Yes. That to me is what sexy cool is all about. Oh, it is sexy cool, right? I don't need to do something for the validation of somebody else to make me feel good about what it is that I want to do. Right. That to or me is sexy cool. What I want. Yeah. I don't need or, or, or to what you want. Or correct or validate what I think, you know, mm-hmm. makes sense for me in relationship. But I'm going to be really direct with you and tell you so you know. And that makes you feel really good, right? Absolutely. And it's fun. It's so fun to be direct on dates. Dating, like this is the most fun I've ever had with dating in my life. It's just so fun to like, just just lay it down. Let's just. So, so, so tell me, tell me a story. So you've been direct with people and some people can handle that and some people can't. So do you have a story where you may have been like direct with somebody because that's just who you are and they couldn't handle that? Well, around dating, you mean? Yeah. Well, you know, I just have such a different mindset now. I just have, I'm just more, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm there, like, there's two parties in the world of, of romantic relationships either it, it, to me, it seems. And I'd love to hear if, what you think, but I think there's like casual dating and everything's just casual. And then there's, we're on this track for marriage. Right. And right. I'm kind of in the middle. Totally. I'm in the middle. Like where are the middlemen? <laughs> I identify as a heterosexual straight woman. So, you know, I'm looking for guys who are like, yeah, I don't really, you know, I don't want to be so casual, but I don't need to be monogamous either. I'm more polyamorous ultimately, I suppose. Yeah. Which is something that I discovered after my divorce, which I will say has been a lot of fun. It makes me a lot. It makes me really happy because it makes sense to me. And, you know, it feels, it feels so freeing and wonderful. Just say that out loud. Yeah. I don't really buy into non-monogamy. All right. Yeah. Well, you seem so happy in where you are in this portion of your journey in life. And I had read something on your Instagram uh, a while back <laughs> right? that said happy is the new sexy. Isn't it though? Talk to me about that. Cause as soon as you mm-hmm. were using the words happy and sexy in the same sentence, you perked my ears up because- I bet I did. I, I, absolutely you did. There was no way you weren't. But so talk to me and my listeners about happy being the new sexy what does that mean and if someone is struggling with Mm. being happy and feeling sexy help me help them with that well i think when i feel happy i feel again i feel at my i'm my most free space i'm expressing myself in a way that feels true to me i'm doing the things that i love i'm creating i'm connecting i'm with people who are in their own happy place they're focused on big ideas and living their lives and doing the things that they love that they feel passionate about you know when i feel when i feel happy i just i put on my favorite outfit i make my hair big i throw on the colorful lipstick i am just completely comfortable in my body I'm loving on my body. I'm thinking great things about my exterior, my interior. I'm excited about what's happening now. I'm excited about what I'm thinking about for tomorrow. I'm dreaming about, you know, next month. It's it's all of that that 
that, that, you know, happy is new sexy because you're just so present in the moment. And yet you're looking forward to what's next. And it's not getting up in the morning. Like, Oh, how do I get through this day? It's right. like, Oh my God, I'm up in the morning and I'm like feeling it. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do that. And it's going to be like the happiest day. I love this day. Nice. You know, and that, right. like that energy being around yes. someone with that energy, that is sexy. And what feels you, good. And it seems like what you're saying is like, whether you're around someone or not, that happy is the new oh. sexy is about your feeling. Oh, absolutely. I bring so it I with want me the listeners the to understand day. this is not absolutely. just about being oh, no, around no, no. somebody else. Happy. Oh, no, is this is internal. Sexy. This is internal. This is what I'm taking with me all the time. One promise I made to myself after my divorce, you know, after, after I'd done some some of this work and, and, and had experienced like this new joy and this new life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I promise you, Sadie, I promise you that no matter what is going around outside of me, I'm always going to be happy. I'm always going to make my happiness such a priority. Like no matter what someone says, or if I, you know, if I have maybe not the best day with a client, or if my nine-year-old is having a moment, that's all fine. Like I'll work through that and we'll figure it out, but I'm still inside. I'm still so happy. You I'm made still, yourself like, a owning that. I'm owning that happiness. It's I not, know. no one gets to take that away from me ever. No way. You hear that y'all? No way. Own your happiness. Oh, I do. It's yeah. so delicious. Own your happiness. Okay. It is for you and nobody mm -hmm. else on that journey. Okay. And Keep divorce, talking. you know, after divorce, it's such a great time to say like, this is what I'm about now. You know, I am about this, write that down, you know, find a, find a notebook, just start writing after my divorce. I am about this and this and this, and just focus on that. And then suddenly people who have those same priorities, who have that, who have that same energy or vibe. We love the word vibe. We, were, we have that same vibe it on this show. Yeah, Absolutely. They're going to show up. I mean, I started this podcast in January of this year and I cannot tell you how many amazing, incredible, inspiring people have crossed my path because I'm putting my story out there. I'm receiving their story. It's such a great exchange. It's such a boost to be able to connect with people in a way. I mean, divorce is a universal experience. We all, yes. we all have our own story. Like you have your own story that's different than mine, but we all had similar feelings and experiences. You know, we were scared, we were angry, we were exhausted, et cetera, et cetera. Those are pretty universal feelings, right? But now after divorce, we get to have this, also this shared experience. And that's one reason I really wanted to have a space for people to talk about being divorced and being happy because there is so much happiness just, waiting for us, just ready for us that we, and things that we can't even see right now Yes, that are just waiting for us that are going to be so amazing. I know during my divorce, I would just think, okay, can't really see what's going to happen next for me, but I believe, I believe it's going to bring me so much more joy than I feel right now. Right. And then you start living that out and actually your day to day. And it's like, wow. Yeah. The act two is quite, quite delicious. Yeah, CD 2.0 is best life. Absolutely. Loving it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So living your best life may or may not to some people uh, have the thought of remarriage. Mm. Right. So that is correct. <laughs> so, so what, I, I, I want to kind of put you on the spot for a minute and, and, and I, and I want to talk about people who may be scared of remarriage 
And I want to get your unique perspective on that. If you could share that with my listeners, that would be awesome. My unique perspective on remarriage. Well, you know, I have a pretty strong opinion on that. Well, bring it. Okay. Bring I, it. I don't, I don't think I ever need to be married again. What I desire and what I'm putting out there is I just want authentic connection. I want to be in loving relationships, whether that's friendships, romantic relationships, relate the relationship with my children, the relationship with myself. I'm not attached to marriage like I was when I was yeah. in my 20s and 30s. I, you know, I I believe that I can love more than one person in a romantic way. I I've decided that I'm not going to limit love. And that's my opinion, right, right? right? And if monogamy is a fit for you, that's fantastic. But I feel for me, what has made me happy is having the freedom since my divorce to, to be in relationships or to be uh, intimate with more than one person. That's given me a lot of, it's, it's been very rewarding, exciting, interesting. It makes me feel more, um, it's more passionate for me. So I, I'm just going to keep, keep moving forward on that. And I don't know what that ultimately looks like. I don't know what the quote final destination is around all of that, but I know that it's being true to myself to say that I don't see myself as a non-monogamous or excuse me, as a monogamous person. And that's, that feels powerful to say that right. because I was so conditioned my whole life to believe monogamy was what was going to make me happy. And I don't believe that anymore. I don't believe that monogamy for me is the path towards my happiness. And so I'm going to, I'm going to find out what that looks like, but I'm going to keep moving forward and what feels true to me and, and find my own way around that. And it, you know, that feels very exciting. Like, wow. You know, it's just, it, it's a unique perspective. It's, it's not a perspective I ever thought, you know, when I was younger, oh, I, I, I think I'll be non-monogamous and in, in my adult life and have more than one partner that I am intimate with and emotionally and physically. Like I was very conditioned, like, this is how you do it. And this leads to happiness. I'm like, you know what? I don't know for me if that's the case. So I'm going to try a different way. And you know, I've already I'll, tried that. I'm going to try a different right. way. Why not? Why and not? I don't think that there's anything wrong with trying something different. You know, no, not at because all. There's nothing. The definition of insanity is what? Doing the same thing over and over again. Right, right. Different result, right? Right, exactly. So, yeah, you so, know, and that, it, you know, that's something that for me, I have this conversation a lot with men and women. Like, mm -hmm. why do we keep repeating something if it's not working out for us? You know, if, you, if you're on an exercise plan and you're not getting the results you want, you kind of mix it up, right? Try something different. If you're, if you're running, maybe you'll do biking or whatever. I mean, for me, it's like, I just get to have the freedom now to figure out what works for me. And it doesn't have to be this way that I thought it once was. And that feels great. And that's an empowering feeling, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about your podcast. Okay. okay. Um, I've listened to a couple of episodes and I do suggest that you guys go listen to her podcast. All right. So talk to me about the podcast and the voice that you're using on that platform for men and for women. Let's talk about that for a minute. The voice that I am using is just show up as your authentic self. Talk about what is bringing happiness in your life after divorce. What does that look like for you? Is it learning something new? Is it, you know, changing a career? Is it focusing on a business you wanted to start that you couldn't during your marriage and now you have that freedom to do so? Is it traveling more? Is it, you know, just 
focusing on being. I think so many times we feel like we have to be so productive all the time. And being is such a wonderful choice because it allows us to learn about ourselves. When we have space to be and to breathe and to feel, we learn so much about ourselves, things that maybe we didn't even realize we had an interest in. I mean, I, when I got divorced, I never thought I'd be doing a podcast, Right. but just, just by my own journey, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want other people to have a space to talk about the happy life after divorce because divorce has such a negative connotation. And we don't, we focus all this energy on the divorce, the divorce, divorce. And then there's this whole life after a divorce. What are you going to do with it? What do you want it to be like? And it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. And how do you want your second chance, your fresh start, your act to, to be working for you, to be giving you that happy life that you absolutely deserve and, and get to have now you get to have all of that now. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a firm believer in the fact that you write your own story and you are the author of it. And if for some reason, you are, it's not just happening to you, it's not just happening to no. you. Absolutely. You, you can write a different chapter if that's what yes. you choose to do. You write that. Nobody else writes it for you. Nobody yes. writes your ending except for you. You want to be happy, then be happy. Make it make it so, you know, speak it into the universe and just make it so. Right. And, and it's, you know, the- happiness is, is this playful, joyful, delicious experience. I mean, it's not work. No, no, <laughs> it's, not and a it, chore. And it's not rocket science. No, it's no, 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 no. Did you have, did you have a honeymoon stage after your divorce? Uh, I sure did. And I love talking about that. Talk about I happy had, experience. After my divorce, um, I did kind of have like a little bit of a honeymoon stage, okay. um, but I had to find myself again. Okay. So after my divorce, I had to really like go into this self-reflection thing for about 24 months. And then once I did that, I came out better by taking some time off. I didn't date. Absolutely. I didn't really like uh, interact uh, on a social relationship level with women. Okay. I didn't do that. I needed time to heal. I needed time to understand I needed time to reflect on me because I realized at that point that if I didn't understand what happened the and why it happened, it is going to repeat. It happen again. Absolutely. It will happen again. And for me, the reason I was so concerned with that was because I am the product or the, or the child of divorced parents. So mm-hmm. divorce runs in my family. You know, right. my, my mom and dad, uh, divorced when I was 10 and they got remarried and divorced again. So as I kind of grew up through my teens, early twenties, late twenties, my mindset was I'm going to wait to get married because I've seen my dad get married twice and divorced. I've seen my mom get married twice and divorced. Okay. So I was like, I was just going to wait. I was going to wait. I'm going to wait for the right person. I'm going to wait for the right person. That was my mm-hmm. whole mindset. And I didn't get married until I was like 35. Okay. I waited, 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 waited. And that's so, all irrelevant in my opinion. It doesn't matter what age you get married at. It matters the patterns that you bring into a relationship. Yeah. That's the bottom line. You can, you can be married when you're 24 or 34 or 44, but if you're going to bring in a pattern of behavior that isn't going to 
bring in a healthy relationship, healthy communication, yeah. your healthy self in, the, in, in that relationship, it's all a moot point. And I think by going through that lesson uh, in that chapter of my life, it allowed me to um, learn more through therapy about myself. And through that grew the person that I am today in order to have the voice that I have now and help others in a positive way and in a unique way. And that's why I gravitate to people like yourself who are so energetic and so in that transformational process of negative to positive, and they nice. want to then share it with the world, not just keep it to themselves, but say, hey, if I came through this, if I was able to do this, you can too. And that's a beautiful place to be in when you feel like you can help someone else. And you do that through your mission and you do that through your podcast. And I got nothing but love for you on that. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show. Oh, thank you. And I think a way to phrase it also that I like to, to say to myself, not I can do this, I am doing this. Nice. I am. And so are you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if someone wants to listen to your podcast, tell yes. me how, how, tell me how we can find you. Oh, uh, I would love to. Where are all the places that we can find all you? the places. Talk, talk to me about if someone needs to reach out to you for some guidance from this episode and they just want to like hit you up. Talk to me about where we can find you, your website. Um, let everybody know where they can find the podcast. Sure. So first of all, my website is divorcedandhappy.net. So please go to divorcedandhappy.net. You can subscribe. My email is on the, on the website. And you can certainly email me at sadie at divorcedandhappy.net. And then I am on Instagram, Sadie's Divorced and Happy, and also on Facebook. I have a private group called Sadie's Divorced and Happy. If you want to direct message me on social media, that would be fine too. This uh, month of June, we are focusing on delicious divorced dads. It's dad mm -hmm. month. Celebrate those divorced dads. And so we mm -hmm. have some wonderful episodes around dating and relationships. Also, we have a fun, I have, uh, sat down with four dads and we talked about dad life after divorce. Okay. And debunk some myths around divorced dads. I think there's a lot of myths around divorced dads. And then I also had a lovely conversation with two other dads around emotions. It's called, can you feel me around men and emotions? Because I think emotionally available men are everywhere. I've decided that that is the truth. And I am no longer going to be a woman who says that, oh, you know, men just are so emotionally detached and men can't feel emotions and it's all their fault. Again, that's a victim voice, right? That's a victim right. voice saying, you know, oh, it's the other problem. It's the other person's problem. It's, it's their deficit, not about me. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should both focus on my emotional availability, <laughs> right? So, so it was a great conversation. And, and I, during that, during that episode, I said, I am, I am, now my new mantra is emotionally available men are everywhere. Because one thing, it makes me feel happier saying it. And the more I say it, I'm going to believe it. And the more that I say it and believe it, I'm going to draw it in. Absolutely. Nice. And, and the, the podcast, uh, we can find that on Apple? Yes, it is on all platforms. So iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all major platforms. All right. And what's right. the name? It drops the every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all. Every what's Thursday, new content. Sadie's divorced and happy. There you go, y'all, from the one and only Miss Sadie Marie. Go check out her podcast. We can learn a lot from what it is that she has to say. She's got some interesting guests on there. 
and some interesting perspectives on life after divorce and being happy because that's exactly what everybody needs to be is absolutely happy. oh your happiness just lean into that happy absolutely absolutely just soak it up so let's go check out her podcast everybody let's check it out let's make sure that we follow her on instagram follow her on facebook she's doing some positive things out here in this world reaching out using her voice and her platform so let's make sure we show her some sexy, cool love. All right. Oh, I would love that. All right uh, now. Who doesn't want sexy, cool love? Hey, who doesn't want sexy, cool Give it, love? Bring, yeah, I'm leaning into nice. all of that. Nice. Nice, right. So, Miss Sadie Marie, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It was a pleasure. Oh, it was so fun. I really appreciate your time and your energy, man, and your love and Always. just all of Love the, is everywhere. All love of the everywhere. knowledge that you have that you bring into the table to help people, you know, move forward in such an energetic and positive and happy way with life after divorce, nothing but positiveness, man. So you are more than welcome to come back anytime that you want on this show. Oh, if you got something you want to talk about, plug. We have to just have we, a new topic. Well, we're going to do that Instagram live. Oh, uh, that's right. So y'all need to stay tuned. Not sure uh, what the date is going to be on that y'all, but we're going to kind of finish this up uh, on an Instagram live TV thing between uh, Jimmy IV and Miss Sadie Marie. So we'll uh, let that. everybody know where, what we're going to do with that uh, pretty soon. But uh, hey, I want to thank you again for being on the show. It's Thanks. been a pleasure. And I'm finally glad to have you come through the Sexy Cool Lounge. All right. Mm, it's delicious. All right. Hey, guys, listen, I want to remind you, love yourself. Love yourself enough to radiate your vibe. All right. And let's make sure that even though we don't have as much as others, we still have more than others. So continue to put good vibes out into this universe so we can always get good vibes back. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode.